Welcome to the Homeschool Show from North Carolinians for Home Education. I'm your host, Matthew McDill. Our goal is to help you homeschool with confidence and joy. We have, again, Rhonda Marshall as our co-host today. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Well, again, today we have another special episode with highlights from season one of the show. And there's some really great things that we're going to see, I'm sure. So I can't wait to see this, and I hope you enjoy it. That's right. And so uh, don't forget that August 1st, we are going to be starting season two. It's amazing. We already have a whole season under our belt. That's amazing. So join us August 1st for season two. Um, But today, just... uh, Enjoy all of the highlights that we have for you uh, from season one. We are going to um, look at homeschool news. And with homeschool news, we are going to explore the growth of homeschooling within the African-American community. And we are also going to talk about the new multicultural liaison positions here at the NCHE. Um, and we're also going to have our homeschool conversations where we get to sit down and listen in to a conversation that Matthew had with Joyce Burgess, who is the founder of the National Black Home Educators. Um, and then we're going to have a homeschool reality moment where our homeschool moms interviews her adorable baby girl <laughs> and um, explores what it's like for this little girl to be homeschooled. And then we're going to have a special segment um, and we'll introduce our new multicultural liaisons and talk about the story of how it all got started. It's exciting. Looking forward to that part. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. So we're going to start with the news and we're going to specifically give you three interesting statistics about the growth of homeschooling among African-American families. So here's the first one, which is a little bit old. It goes back to 2015. The home educated typically score 15 to 30 percentile points above public school students on standardized academic achievement tests. Now, that refers to all homeschool students. Okay. A a 2015 study found black homeschool students to be scoring 23 to 42 percentile points above black public school students. Wow. So they are doing comparatively way better than their peers. Yeah. That's interesting. To th- Of course, the conversation would be why. That's yeah. interesting. Uh, next statistic comes from 2019 from the U- U.S. Department of Education. Uh, one na- nationwide study shows that 41% of homeschool students are black, Asian, Hispanic, and other non-whites. Um, that was a shocking statistic to me. And just realizing that that's pre-COVID. Yeah, So those absolutely. statistics are probably yeah. way, you know, that's given right. 2020, things have probably changed and that's that number right. has probably gone up. Especially based on the next statistic, okay. which shows the huge growth of um, homeschooling among uh, black families. In, ho- in households where respondents identified as black or African-American, the proportion Homeschooling increased by five times from 3.3% uh, in the spring, and this we're talking about 2020, to 16.1% in the fall. Yep. There's no other group that has that size of growth in this time period. Wow. So anyway, <clears throat> that's, that's the news on uh, the growth of homeschooling among black families. The other big news is that North Carolinians for Home Education is trying to respond to that. We're realizing uh, that the landscape is changing. 
Our goal is to help all families who are homeschooling do so with confidence and joy. And so our news is this summer, uh, we created two new positions on the NCHE board uh, called Multicultural Liaisons. And we asked TS and Smack and Luz Velasquez to serve in these positions um, to help us reach um, ethnic minorities and multicultural families. And so uh, later in the program, we're gonna talk more about uh, who you guys are okay. and how you came to these positions and what we're gonna do uh, to help them. That's awesome. And that really kind of helps us go into the conversation that you mm -hmm. got to have with Joyce Burgess, who is the founder of the NBHE, the National Black Home Educators. Um, and at the conference, uh, the Homeschool Leaders Conference, right? H uh, the HSLDA, the mm -hmm. Homeschool Legal Defense Association had, um, you got to talk with her and she shared why she believed more black families are homeschooling That's and right. what she thought those needs were. So we're going to listen in that conversation and then be able to talk about why those numbers grew in 2020 and, and what that looks like now. Right. Let's right. check it out. Why do you believe that there's such a faster rate of growth among black homeschoolers, black families choosing to homeschool right now? Well, you know, with the, with the pandemic and this global situation we're in, I think it just revealed the weaknesses that's in our traditional system anyway. Um, one thing about black families, I learned from my grandparents, from my mom, is we're gonna do what we need to do to make sure that our children are safe. Safe. Safe and secure. Okay. And so this pandemic offered black parents an opportunity to say, you know what, I can't navigate this virtual setting. And then some said, okay, I'm doing good with this virtual setting. May as well keep them at home. I'm at home anyway. And then there's so much bullying going around um, in, in your local uh, regular schools. Parents, are just, and especially young parents between the age of 25 and 35, they're like, you know what, we're just gonna stay home because a lot of them are entrepreneurs anyway. They're, uh, they're working remote from home. And so those are some of the reasons that they've said they're just gonna not homeschool. I mean, not uh, send their children to your regular mm -hmm. schools. They're just gonna homeschool. So there are just many, many reasons that uh, black parents, you know, with the virtual setting, some can do it, some can't. Um, children feeling safe and, and of course I've seen a lot of uh, conversations about shall we mask shall we not mask you know and sure. so lots of those conversations but I think that the, the tapestry that's running through all of the decisions and the choices is parents want their children to feel safe and secure and they want stability for their children and homeschooling offers that stability mm. are there unique needs in um, African-American community homeschoolers or are they mainly shared with the rest of the homeschool community? You know, it's interesting that you ask that because I'm thinking about unique needs. I remember during the 90s when I first started homeschooling and, you know, a lot of the support groups and some of the, you know, other homeschool moms and the conferences, you know, we couldn't find curriculum, right? So we ended up creating our own. Uh, so the national, I'm talking about we, the entire, all, the all homeschoolers, yeah. we couldn't find curriculum, we couldn't be a part of um, 
the sports team. So we started our own sports groups. We couldn't be a part of anything else that we wanted to do. So as homeschoolers, we started off. Yeah. And so as, as black Americans, I don't necessarily think that the need is any different other than now black history doesn't just happen in February. You know, we celebrate black history every day because we're still making history. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a big challenge. You know, for some single moms who have chosen to do this, finances may be a, a challenge, but you know, there are many, many groups out there. Homeschooling is so sophisticated now with everything that's online, um, all of the support groups out there, co-ops now, until even a single mom should not feel that she can't homeschool because she has all of the support. 30-something years ago, 20-something years ago, you know, I didn't have that. I had one friend, well, shall I say two, maybe three friends that came along and took me under their wing and said, Joyce, we're going to help you through this, and I'm grateful mm. today for those friends. So I don't think the, the needs are any different than, than what it was when we all first started. Curriculum, and we're doing that as an organization. Um, finances is really not that expensive to do it, but they still see it as, an, as, a, as a challenge. And then I think one of the biggest challenges for me when I first started homeschooling was to tell my mom and dad and my husband's parents that we were going to do this because it's like, you guys are crazy. We fought hard to become a part, an equal part mm -hmm. of this educational system. And now you're telling me that you're going to not do this? You're going to teach your children? Well, who do, you don't even have a college degree. Yeah. How are you going to do this? So that was a big challenge for mm -hmm. me. And, and, and But now that, that has been dismissed, so mm. to speak, because I have grandparents who are homeschooling, grandchildren, grandparents who are trying to get the information so that they can tell their sons and daughters, hey, you may want to consider homeschooling mm. your yeah. child. So they're not, in my opinion, a whole lot of challenges other than if we come to a, a conference. You don't really see a lot of black and brown faces that are speaking at these conferences or in, in the exhibit halls. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the National Black Home Educators is, um, you know, we have a speaker's recommended list. We have information for vendor halls. We have resources. We have book lists for girls and boys. And like I said, it's not just for African Americans. It's just bringing the black experience, mm -hmm. the black cultural harmony to the whole community, to the whole community yeah. of homeschoolers. That's great. That was Joyce Burgess, the founder of the National Black Home Educators. And you can find out more about their organization and resources at www.nbhe.net. I really loved talking with Joyce. Yeah. You can see what a pleasant, wonderful person she is. Um, it was so insightful. So um, I'm really curious, though, what you thought about that. What stuck um, out to you? I thought it was great, obviously. Um, I'm so grateful for people like Joyce who kind of mm. paved the way and pioneered before it was popular, before it was cool. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm definitely grateful for that and for her organization. Uh, one of the things that really stuck out to me was when she mentioned some of the reasons she believed African-Americans are homeschooling. Um, you know, she stated stability, um, safety, bullying. 
And I think it's important to note that those are really universal reasons why yeah. anybody homeschools. Right. Um, it's not black specific, white specific, Hispanic, mm-hmm. his, you know, specific, which I think is important because it just reminds us that we're all parents and we all just want to do what's best for our kids. Um, and we all just want to exercise our God given authority. Um, yeah. To, to make the best decisions for our kids. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really love that she said yeah, that. That's great. Um, so most reasons are very similar. Do you yes. think there are some specific, specific either reasons or needs that black families would have that are um, different, unique? Yeah, absolutely. And she mentioned that also. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those unique needs being the fact that, um, you know, earlier you mentioned that statistic being 41% of non-white. And that was before that expansive growth um, mm-hmm. in 2020. And yet, that's really not the experience. That's right. If you go to many of the mainstream homeschool co- conferences mm-hmm. or if you look at the curriculum, it's all very, um, it seems as if the homeschool world is reserved for white families. And so the only way um, a non-white family can get the experience of not being the only one in the room or their children not represented in books is to do what Joyce Burgess did. And that's to go and create these exclusive groups for African-American families or, or other families, um, which is great because it meets that need, but it doesn't really change the mainstream homeschool, which again leaves mm-hmm. the rest of us families who are trying to navigate this mainstream homeschool world um, just kind of underrepresented. Right. Yeah. So. And you wrote a blog post for the NCHE blog, right, yeah. about that experience where you had that experience going to the conference, right? Absolutely. Tell us um, about that. And so I called it the uh, from the diary of a black homeschool mom. Yeah. And it really is just that experience, you know, where I went to the conference, had a great time, met great people. Um, but every time you walk into the room, you know, all of these different workshops, I'm like the only black person in the room, the only family. You're just kind of looking around like, is there anybody, you know, who looks like me? Is there anybody out here? And then you get that joy when you look over and you see that one other family. You're really like... Yeah. Hey, I see you. You know, I mean, and it's true. We just kind of wave at each other, like I see you. Keep on pushing, and you just kind of um, keep going. And and that That's is just great. that need to get to the point where we're just not always the only. Right. One. Yeah. And that's our goal. Yeah. I mean, our goal, as uh, you've expressed, as Joyce expressed, isn't to isolate. No. Right. And we're going to talk a lot more about that. And so um, I want to thank you for having the courage and the uh, obedience, you know, I think the Lord, you feel like the Lord's called you to help us change it, yeah. change the experience. And for us to not um, have sections of homeschool community, you Absolutely. know, and so that's why we're here. That's what, that's what we want to do. Um, so before we get into that, I really want us to get a lot more into that. We're going to take this uh, homeschool reality moment break. Yes. Uh, And so we have a homeschool mom who is interviewing her daughter about homeschooling. So let's see what she had to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to interview Nova today. And Nova, can you please tell us, um, how do you like being homeschooled? I Yeah? I Okay, what would you say your best part of your day is? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, do you like being home with your brother and sister all day? Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Um, would you have any encouragement for any families thinking about homeschooling, maybe? Any uh, bits of advice? Okay. Oh. Well, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. <laughs> well, can you tell the people bye bye? Can you say bye bye? Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, our faithful listeners would know that we have already shown this interview before, but. Uh, if you recognize the voice who's interviewing, that's T. Essence, yes. right? And so that's her daughter, Nova. And uh, we just love that interview. And since you were on the show, I thought we got to show that again. Yeah. So you can show off how cute your baby She's is. So cute. She's so, she is just the bride of our house right now. Yeah, She's just so funny. Adorable. So that's awesome. I love it. Okay, so now uh, we're going to get back to discussing how we created these multicultural liaison roles um, and that Tiesence and Luz, another person that we want to introduce to you today, um, we want you we want you to have an opportunity to get to know them. So let's just start off with you. We've already seen one of your kids. Okay. Tell us more about your family, your homeschooling experience, and how you came into this uh, being willing to take this position. Okay, so um, I have three children, one on the way. I'm a 12-year-old girl, seventh grade, a four-year-old boy, and little Nova, who is one. And um, my husband and I and our children, we live in Salisbury. We've been homeschooling now for about three years. Um, my daughter was going into fifth grade. The Lord really put on my heart that, hey, this was the time to do it. And it had never been done in my family before. No one within my community. So it was mm -hmm. kind of like, all right, God, you know, yeah. let's do this. Um and so that's kind of our homeschool experience. But it's been great. We've loved it. Uh, we went to the conference 2019 before it all started. I met a black lady there. We made that, hey, <laughs> eye contact, got into her co-op. And have. Um, and it's just been a blessing that's ever great. since then. Yeah. And, um, and how I just kind of got here, it was not my intention at all. Honestly, again, because I am black and I do love being black, but I'm all about unity as well. I kind of find myself sometimes in a weird place of mm -hmm. advocating but not fighting and that sort of thing so this really goes outside of my box but I know that God told me to do this to stand up to be a voice and to be a voice for unity mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm here that's great yeah and her partner in multicultural service is Luz Velasquez yes. and we're going to tell how she became a part of the story but she isn't able to be here with us today but she sent us a video introducing herself so let's check that out and get to know Luz Hola, buen día. Good morning. Yo soy Luz Velázquez. Um, vivo en Carolina del Norte. I live in North Carolina. And I'm homeschooled. I do homeschool my child since day one. It's been a super experience. Um, it's a super amazing journey. No a challenge, as many people can tell you sometimes. Um, I'm coming from Puerto Rico, but I born in Dominican Republic. Therefore, I'm raising a multicultural child. <laughs> He's bilingual. He's eight year old, but I, I only have one child, but I feel like I have five with him, sometimes 10. Um, and I'm here to tell you 
to share with you how amazing and how possible it is to homeschool your child here in North Carolina and in the United States. The organization uh, NCHE is opening um, their doors for the Hispanic community and other communities as well. Uh, they find out, they realize that they were a community that also have um, the, um, the tools, basically, to, uh, to where it started um, when you think that you want to homeschool, especially like if you speak Spanish and uh, you just got to the country and you just decide that you have to homeschool for whatever reason, most of the websites are in English. NCHE have realized that and they are opening their doors for us. Uh, therefore, we have formed a multicultural liaison, un departamento multicultural, para ayudar a estas otras comunidades. So we can help the uh, other uh, community that um, is, is growing, that community that is growing now uh, uh, for homeschooling. It is possible to homeschool. It is possible to homeschool bilingual, in, bi in a bilingual house, in a bilingual family, or trilingual. Uh, it is possible to homeschool here in the United States and keep your culture. You can cope with the country culture and keep your culture, keep your language. It is possible. Therefore, we're here. NCHE and Spanish for you. NCHE en Español para ti. All right, that's Luz. She's fantastic. She is. I hope you get to meet her live one day. Gosh, I love uh, her. Because she's so much fun. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, so let's talk about how all this happened because it's really interesting. Yes, it, it is. It really is a, a, a way that God worked in our lives. And so w the way this started for me is I got an email from TSNs. I had no idea who she was. I didn't know how to say TSNs. <laughs> And I got an email in summer of 2020, mm -hmm. I believe. And it was at the height of rioting, yep. Black Lives Matter. I mean, yep. it was racism was number one search, you know, on Google or whatever. Just, and, and the request from TSNS was, are you guys going to say something about this? Mm -hmm. About racism, about what's going on? And my answer was, nope, I don't <laughs> think we are. We just talk about homeschooling, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so um, that's what I said. I, I emailed her back and, and, and basically said that. But the more I listened to all the conversations and the more I thought about it, the more I prayed about it, just it inserted that seed into my mind, which is how the Lord used it. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, no, we can. We should. And so then I wrote a blog post, um, what does racism have to do with homeschooling? And so I wrote her back and I said, okay, I think we are. Will you please read this blog and tell me what you think? How would you change that? And she immediately inputted that. So how would you, what was your side of that exchange there? So it was, like you said, the heat of all of these things. Um, the George Floyd situation had mm -hmm. just happened. Hearts were broken. People were angry. And again, I'm in that space where, mm -hmm. again, I'm black, so I share this experience. My heart is broken, but I'm for unity. So, you know, it just puts you in that place of tension. And then the Holy Spirit put on my heart. 
you guys just sent out your regular email like you always do. I read it. And as I'm reading it, the Holy Spirit says, hey, send an email. And I'm like, who, me? You know, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Yeah. So I wait the next day and it's still in my heart. Send an email. So I'm like, okay. And I think it was like two sentences. Like, hey, I love NCHE. You guys are great. Are yeah. you going to say something? You know, and you wrote like this long email of all these nice words that was like, no, not doing it. You yeah, know, and then I was kind of like, all right, God, what's that about? You yeah. know, and prayed for it for a couple of days. And as I'm praying and I hear God telling me, no, you need to kind of stay with this. You responded. And mm -hmm. it was just like you said, he was working in both of our hearts. Right. Where we both realized this is not comfortable. We, you know, we don't prefer to do this, but God is calling yeah. us to do this. And, and what I really loved, yes, and so what I noticed right away is what you said a minute ago that you're not fighting but you're uh, trying to remember the other word you used, but you are, you know, representing or trying to 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 represent this and to think about this, but you're not fighting. And I just Absolutely. noticed the spirit of of respect and of gentleness. And, and that's why I was like, this is someone who can really work for this, yeah. you know. And so then we started talking and I said, can you help us? You know, it couldn't stop with a blog post. No. That's what we immediately realized. We had to figure out how to do more. And so that's when we started talking about a, um, a Zoom uh, a webinar, yeah. right? And that's when we got Luz involved. And we said, let's make this multicultural. Absolutely. And so we had um, our Zoom, our webinar. And from that, we started getting criticism. Yeah. And we worked together to respond to that. And that really just increased, hey, we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. We have the same heart, we have the same goal. We're gonna be able to do this. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions and feedback to the homeschool show at nche.com. And also please help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. If you think this show would be helpful to your friends and family, please let them know about it. To learn about how to subscribe to our show as a podcast and on YouTube, you can go to nche.com slash the homeschool show. And don't forget, we'll be starting season two on August 1st. That's right. And until next week, continue to homeschool with confidence and joy.